Let's open our Bible. Hallelujah. Tonight to Romans chapter 5 and the 17th verse. Romans chapter 5, you could read it. Verse 17th verse. For if by one man's offense death reigned through the one, much more those who receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness will reign in life through the one Jesus Christ. Amen. The Amplified Version says for if because of one man's trespass, lapse or offense, death reigned through that one, much more surely, hallelujah, everybody say, much more surely, Will those who receive God's overflowing grace. Everybody say overflowing grace. Overflowing. Unmerited favor and the free gift of righteousness. Putting them into right standing with himself. Reign as kings in life. Say kings in life. Kings Through in the life. one man Jesus Christ. The Messiah. The anointed one. Hallelujah. Surely the overflowing grace. I like those words. Amen. I like also the word uh, uh, in the, the Passion Translation. It says. Death once held us in his grip and by the blunder of one man. Man makes blunder, isn't it? Death reigned us over. Death reigned as king over humanity. But now, everybody said, now. now. How much more we are held in the grip of grace. Uh, how many of you are thankful we are not in the grip of sin or the grip of grace? Hallelujah. Oh, we can put our hands together. Hallelujah. For that very word. Amen. And continue. Everybody say, continue. Reigning as kings in life, enjoying a regal freedom through the gift of perfect righteousness in the one and only Jesus, the Messiah. Amen. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I like that word regal. It's always uh, related to kings. Amen. That word. Hallelujah. It's speaking about the remarkable excellence or magnificence. Hallelujah. Of our kingliness. Amen. Our legal freedom. What a freedom God has given. Excellent. Remarkable. Hallelujah. Only suitable. Related to kings. Amen. Hallelujah. So tonight is the word on the grace decision. The grace decision is to grace to reign in life. How many of you are thankful that we are in the grip of God's grace? Amen. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Surely the overflowing grace is upon our lives. Amen. This is a year, Pastor said, of the overflowing, hallelujah, grace and anointing of God. And the Bible says we are under the grip of that. Come on. Tonight we are not under the grip of the devil, not the grip of sickness, not the grip of lies, not the grip of religion. We are under grace, not under law. We are under the grace of God. We are under the revival grace of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. In the university in Kentucky. I don't know many of you heard. Hallelujah. By this time, a revival is happening in the university there. The second time happening. Hallelujah. The grace of God is flowing. Hallelujah. And thousands and thousands of people across America coming line, standing in line. Hallelujah. Just to come and worship the Lord there. Hallelujah. People are just worshipping. There are not great leaders or there are not great uh, men of God there. Just, hallelujah, hungry people. Amen. Blessed be the name of Jesus. And hallelujah, revival, hallelujah is happening. If you and I are hungry, hallelujah, it's not exclusive for Kentucky. It's exclusive for the people of God who are hungry for the presence, hungry to worship the living God. Hallelujah. 
When Paul wrote the book of Romans or the letter of Romans, it was to amplify the supremacy of Christ. How Christ has to be supreme in life. Grace makes Christ supreme. Grace amplifies his influence, his deity, his lordship over our lives. Grace shows us man's weakness and our need for the dependence of Christ. Grace thrives in man's weakness because when we are weak, he's strong. It brings us the consciousness of weakness and it shows us that without Christ, without his grace, we are nothing. That's what the book of Romans was written to amplify the supremacy of Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. How many of you thank the Lord? Hallelujah and believe that. Hallelujah. Christ is the supreme person in my life. The, hallelujah. He's the Lord and the King over my life. Romans was written. It was called the most important letter of Paul. Hallelujah. Martin Luther said, Paul's most important letter is the book of Romans. Because it highlights the purity of Christ. It's called the purest letter that Paul, uh, Paul, Paul wrote. Not that the other letters were not pure, but it says, it is the purest because it amplifies the gospel so beautifully. Hallelujah. It shows the beauty of Christ, the nature of Christ, the heart of God, the heart of Christ. Hallelujah. The Paul's last words was, I kept my faith. If you are under grace, your last word too. We have kept my faith. He's the one who keeps you till the end. Oh, hallelujah. Some of you are struggling to be kept. Some of you are struggling to walk under the grace of God. Struggle is over under the grace of God. You're going to reign through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. That's why this scripture is important. By one man's offense, death reigned through the one who much more to those who receive the abundance of the grace and the gift of righteousness will reign in life through one Jesus Christ. Some people, the moment this is a reign in life, they think that we are reigning in eternity. Definitely. But this is speaking about reigning in life on this earth. You and I are supposed to dominate. Hallelujah. You and I are not supposed to be a slave. We are not supposed to live with a defeated attitude. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. You know why the king is called the lion of the jungle? I mean, the uh, king of the lion is called the king of the jungle. I got it older. Lion is called the king of the jungle not because he's the smartest, not because he's the wisest, not because he's the most beautiful, not because he's the biggest. Lion is the king of the jungle. It's because of its attitude. When a biggest elephant comes and looks at the lion, one look of that lion will make 
the elephant scared hallelujah is because when the lion looks at the hallelujah elephant the lion is thinking how can i eat that elephant come on hallelujah that's what reigning in life is about when a battle comes against you you are not running you are not quitting you are saying how can i attack back how can i reign over it how can i victory over it that's the attitude hallelujah that the lord is speaking over here tonight how can I conquer it? How can I conquer that sickness? How can I conquer that battle? How can I conquer that financial problem? How can I conquer the present crisis that I'm going through? He wants us to reign victorious. He wants to honor you and wants to see you reigning in life. Hallelujah. He's the only one who has the capacity to make you reign. Today, people are limited in their thoughts. But grace will enable you to reign in life. Amen. You know, I like what pastor said. He said, he can frustrate every law, even the law of chemistry. How he turned the water into wine. He can frustrate the law of biology. When supernaturally, Mother Mary conceived in a womb. He can frustrate the law of physics when Jesus walked on the water and made Peter to walk on the water. He can frustrate the law of gravity when Jesus ascended into heaven and never descended back. He can frustrate the law of economics when he took a couple of loaves and fish and fed over 5,000 people. There is no limit. Come on. When you are reigning in this life because of the abundance of the grace, may every limitations of a Petra, may every limitations over your life, may every limitations over this season be broken in the name of the Lord. Receive it tonight. May every limitations in our hearts, in our mind, in our family, in our finances be destroyed tonight. Put your hands together. Receive the abundance of the grace of God. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I don't know what is keeping you frustrated tonight. What is keeping you down tonight? May the grace of God abound over your life that shall overcome and reign in life for the glory of God. May the sacrifice of Jesus Christ on the cross, hallelujah, by the limitless possibilities tonight is available to you tonight. You reign tonight. You overcome tonight. Hallelujah. Oh, to the Lamb of God. Hallelujah. The word reign means to dominate, to be in charge. To be in control. It's very interesting when you study the scripture. Paul's letters. And Peter's letters over. Every one of them closes with the grace of God. With you. As a matter of fact, Paul. When he started Romans chapter verse 15, 67. I mean. 1 chapter 15 to 17. He said. The grace of God has invited you. Invited you. He says grace of God be with you. And he says. Who has been invited you. To belong to him. That's what grace do. You know, that version says, invited you as you are. Tonight, you might be thinking, oh, I'm not that great man. I'm not a great prophet, pastor. Oh, no, no. Romans 1, 15 to 17, I think in the AMPC or TPT says, passion translation, he's invited you as you are to belong to him. That's what God's grace can do tonight. It doesn't matter how weak you are. He's inviting you as you are. He can work in you. He can change you. He can deliver you. He can set you apart. He can purify you. He can cleanse you. He can honor you. He can remove your shames and hallelujah he can hallelujah miraculously use you for his glory 
Because of grace. 1 Corinthians 1.3 says, May the grace of God be with you. 2 Corinthians 1.2 says, May the grace of God be with you. Galatians 1.3 says, May the grace of God be with you. It all starting with the grace of God. Then when you see in 1 Corinthians 16.23 says, The grace and the favor and the spiritual blessing be upon your life. 2 Corinthians 12.14 says, May the grace, the favor and the spiritual blessing be upon your life. Galatians 6.18 says, Hallelujah. And Switch says, Hallelujah. Grace of God be with you. Hallelujah. And Amplified says, so be it. It says, the grace of God be with you. Amen. Which means, so be it. How everybody says, so be it. (laughs) So be it. So be it. Hallelujah. Ephesians 24 says, may the grace of God be with you. All who love Jesus with an undying love. 1 Timothy 6, 27, 21. 2 Timothy 4, 22. Titus 3, 15. Philemon 1, 25. Hebrews 7, 13, 25. Hallelujah. Philippians 4.23. Colossians 4.18. 1 Thessalonians 5.18. 2 Thessalonians 2.18. Everything. It says, may the grace of God be upon you. Be with you. Which means you are no longer going to be disadvantaged. You are in the advantage. Come on. Open your mouth and say, I'm advantage, not disadvantage. I'm advantage for the glory of God. I'm advantage for the glory of, the God. Glory of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Blessed be the name of Jesus. The grace of God. Only acts of the apostles. The Bible does not say. The acts of the apostles comes through the point where it says Paul rented a home. He rented a room in room and was preaching the kingdom of God for the whole year. He hired a house and how it acts 28, 30 to 31 says he preached the kingdom of God. He preached the grace of God. How people can end up the kingdom. How can they reign in the kingdom through the grace of Jesus Christ? He was preaching the kingdom of God. How he can reign? The kingdom of God is within us. Hallelujah. If you're connected to Jesus, you can reign through his life. In this life. Why acts of the apostles? It is not ending in grace. Two years preaching the kingdom. Because the acts of the apostles, even tonight, continue through his church. Continue through our lives. How many of you know? Acts of the apostles. Every sign. Every miracle. Every wonder. He cast out the devil. Oh, the church healed the sick. The church raised the dead. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And Jesus walking with them. Confirming every word that they preach from the word of God. Come on somebody. Acts of the apostles is you and me. Let there be a new uh, chapter in your life. A new Pentecost. A new Acts through your life. Through my life. Through our church. Tonight. So that the miracles and the deliverances and the healing can continue through our life. How many of you say that Lord? I opened my heart. I opened my life for you to walk in me. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. It has to be manifested through our lives. How many of you believe that tonight? Oh, say I believe it. It's not an ecclesia word. It's not a hallelujah message. Say Lord, I want to be the next up of the packs of the apostles. Oh, if you keep silent, nothing will work. Nothing works in the kingdom in silence. <laughs> Blessed be the name of the Lord. It's time to reign in grace. Look at the life of Paul. Maybe above the 40, 42 years that he has ministered. Maybe 37 years. Some gospel preachers says 37 to 40 years. Anyways, he preached in Asia Minor, Asia Major, all through Europe. Planted churches wherever he went. Faced obstacles, hurdles, death threats, but came out victorious. 
he was stoned he was in prison he was cheated he was under danger with his own brotherhood he was under danger with false christians false apostles yet he thrived under the grace of god hallelujah praise god yet through his life people were saved through the grace as a matter of fact when you uh, read the certain bible uh, uh, history it says that philippians uh, you know he was in chains when he was preaching in the prison it says even inside the captivity while he was in jail men and women hallelujah gave their life to jesus prison became a church because paul was reigning in grace come on hallelujah hard places became the place hallelujah praise god for glorious encounters hallelujah because a man was walking talking living bleeding <laughs> in the grace of god how many of you know even when you bleed bleed in the grace of god because hallelujah glory to god your chains will be a healing to somebody else come on oh rabathara sakoro tere basia it is said that caesar wife and children were baptized under the hand of paul even in the enemy's house god made sure the people were saved by grace Amen. when you are reigning in grace you became a headache to the devil come on hallelujah oh barava not headache to the people not headache to the husband not headache to the mother in law not headache to the church but i'm going to be a headache to the devil come on when you are under the grace of god hallelujah amen your success gives enemy a headache because wherever you go you succeed Oh Ramachana sete open your mouth i'm going to succeed no matter what i'm going to succeed <laughs> hallelujah wherever i go i'm going to succeed by the grace of god amen your victories one after another in uncertain places where people written you off you still are victorious because like Last week I said there's a monopoly you have with God because of the grace of God. Hallelujah. You are glorifying the Lord in the most uncertain places because of the grace of God. You're challenging the devil wherever you came there is an irritation for people. There is an irritation for the devil because you are carrying grace. in the most difficult times in the most hallelujah critical times you are still in the grace of god nothing touching you nothing worrying you you have a certain kind of peace grace does not come alone grace produces peace uh, that's why every letter uses grace and peace of our lord jesus christ if you are grace there is peace you will sleep in the storm you will sleep peacefully let february end hallelujah march beginning hallelujah you will see such tremendous peace entering into your life peace in your home peace with your kids peace in your marriage peace in your finances come on hallelujah Look at somebody and say we're going to get live in peace. No worries. No worries. Don't worries. Hallelujah. Because of the abundance of grace that shows that the Lord is fighting for you. In Exodus 14, people were crying and Moses was crying and just come on. Why are you crying? Why don't you go forward for the Lord will fight for you. 
you don't have to figure out you don't have to see how the red sea would be parted you don't have to see how the water will come out of the rock you don't have to see what is the technology behind the manna to come down from heaven he is in control when you are trusting in the grace of god he is in control he brings you through he brings you through he makes a way where there seems to be no way come on somebody tonight trust in the grace of god be connected with christ he knows how to provide for your family he knows how to make you hallelujah travel to another nation he knows how to make you hallelujah come on blessed be the name of the lord it's a free gift and to receive it the free enablement of god's hand upon your life many of people i've seen when they listen to a word they miss out one reason they don't listen <laughs> another reason they don't receive it they keep quiet the heart is not their head is that grace can never received in your head it has to be a heart hallelujah many people are bound with religion they are just trying to finish something their their head is responding pastor says not brain dump but kingdom king is associated with your heart religion is associated with the brain so let's not seek the brain dump let's seek the kingdom and his righteousness the free gift of god's grace the lord will take care of everything that concerns you don't be worked hard worked upon your head hallelujah trying to face a, a human solution for everything that is challenging tonight hallelujah may the lord fight for you this old song that we used to sing hallelujah he will fight for you hallelujah fight for you he i will fight for you by the power of my spirit says the lord i will see you through i will see you through i will see you through by the power of my spirit says the lord i will fight for you i will fight for you i will see you through by the power of my spirit says the lord i will fight for you amen i will see you through by the power of my spirit says the lord amen it's a song that um yeah in the day of the battle you be free i love that in the midst of the storm in the midst of the storm you will prevail as you lift up the mighty name of jesus no my church oh yes you will never song that God gave Steve Cuban that the church will not fail 
the lord fights for his church hallelujah amen that you will not fall the enemy will not win no matter how deep you have fallen his hand will lift you up for god has kept a miracle upon your life tonight amen hallelujah blessed be the name of the lord sometimes you know you know you you'll see certain battles in your life that that's what christian life is about but you have to say in the midst of that i'll sleep in peace amen because the lord will fight for me i will reign in this life because of the abundance of grace amen hallelujah he has not made you for endurance but he has made you for pleasure to enjoy but there are times you have to endure certain things but the whole purpose of your life is not just to endure and endure come on kingdom of god is righteousness peace joy in the holy ghost there are times in your battles you have to endure endure till the end but that's not your life bible says a light affliction after a light affliction the glory of god will outweigh it all oh somebody say amen to that amen, amen. if you are only enduring only enduring you are not understanding or enjoying the abundance of grace tonight tonight hallelujah after an endurance for a little while a short while hallelujah blessed be the name of the lord glory to god like i a few months told even job for months not for years for few months he said hallelujah then months of misery hallelujah even tonight some of you are going through months of misery but tonight let be a night of grace a night of hope hallelujah glory to god tonight in jesus name and church said Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That word reign means to dominate, to be in charge, to occupy, to mobilize leadership without the fear of the enemy, to do what God has called you to do without feeling intimidated. That's what that word means. God wants you to be in that space where you know it's the abundance of grace. Tonight that the realm be open tonight. We don't want a message but a realm. Tonight enter into that realm by faith in Jesus Christ. Enter into the realm of God's grace through Jesus Christ. It's an interesting scripture in Luke chapter 19, verses 12 to 14. Luke chapter 19, 12 to 14. Therefore, he said, a certain nobleman went into a far country to receive for himself a kingdom and to return. So he called ten of his servants, delivered to them. Ten minas and said to them, "Do business till I come." But his citizens hated him and went, sent a delegation after him, saying, "We will not have this man to reign over us." See, we will not have this man to reign over us. We will not allow our owner to occupy his this space. They are saying somewhere we got to push him out. And so, how many of you know if it is not for the grace of God? we will not be reigning there are many people bible says his own people own citizen hated him how many of you know there are people who you thought your friends actually hates you they actually feels envied upset when god lifts you up and elevates you but 2023 is a year like that because he prepares a table in the presence of your enemies sometimes your people your own family your own employees 
Even people from your own church, relatives and friends, somehow don't want you to be successful or enjoy the blessings of God or be in that space where you're reigning in life. They don't want you to be succeed. I mean, expect that. But tonight is a prophetic word. Hallelujah. I mean, you need to underline that Luke 19, 27, the verse says, But bring here those enemies of mine who did not want me to reign over them and slay them before me. And slay them before. In other words, the Lord is going to crush that kind of rebellion tonight. Hallelujah. How many of you believe that? The Lord will crush. He's going to crush that kind of attitude against you. Open your mouth and say, every rebelliousness will be crushed. Every attitude, every battle, every that is against me to succeed, be crushed tonight in the blood name of Jesus. Oh, put your hands together. Worship in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Oh, that is called the real slaying of the spirit. Hallelujah. That's called the real... <laughs> that is the slaying of the demonic spirit. Under your feet. Hallelujah. Anything that competes your reigning. Anything that tries to attack you reigning. Anything that is trying to... Hmm, hallelujah. Discourage you from reigning. Shall be crushed tonight. In the name of the Lord, because it's time to reign in grace. Pastor said, it's time his people reign by grace. So how do I reign? Number one, understand the place of war. If you're going through a battle, it might be in your head. It might be a you know, problem that is, that is here. The distance between your battle and your victory is the distance between your heart and your mind. There's, there's something that you believe in your heart that but really not able to change your thinking, what you believe, according to what you... So it's, it's a kind of struggle. Flesh is weak, spirit is willing. It might be a struggle with your flesh and your spirit. It might be a battle in terms of discouragement and fear. What if everything that I believe negatively come, come right in my life? It's trying to grab your soul. It's battle with your health every week, one sickness or the other. Somebody in your family is getting sick. It might be a battle in your finances or a God-given relationships. Relationships God given you seems like a battle friend. You're not able to enjoy those relationships. I rebuke those spirits to leave tonight in the name of Jesus. In Psalm 120 verse 7 says, You are for peace, but they are ready for war. You are trying to live with peace. You are trying to get people into a place of Peace, ah, you know, but the battle going on. The times have happened in my life that you are for peace, but people are for war. But tonight, you're going to reign. If there is a battle, this word is for you. It is because God wants you to collect that which belongs to you when you go through a battle. Hallelujah. You're not going to come empty-handed. God is going to enable you to collect what belongs to you tonight. Lift your hands and receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. In Deuteronomy 4.34, the Bible says, Or did God ever try to go and take for himself a nation from the midst of another nation? By trials, by signs, by wonders, by war, by a mighty hand and an outstretched hand, by great terrors, according to all that the Lord has did for you in Egypt before your eyes. See, the Bible says, by wonders, by war. God is delivering people out of Egypt. God is saying, I'm going to give you, make you into a nation, but there is war. How? By temptation, signs, wonders, 
also war by battle and in a mighty hand and outstretched arm with grace terrors according to the lord god did before you the egypt in front of your eyes if you want collect what is rightfully yours there is a battle every blessing has a battle don't be discouraged tonight if you're going through one it's a sign that you need to lean on to the lord it's a sign that how dependable that you need to be on the lord and his word and his grace hallelujah it is only hallelujah your trust that can enable you to flow in the grace and hold on to the peace inside knowing that the lord will everything work out everything for your good till the very end not for today and tomorrow till the very end he will bring that land into your life the promise into your life ba 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 shamhoria certain lands are free tonight to enter into your life tonight i pray that the people in the city in the spetra church shall have their own land oh blessed be the name of the lord church will have the land there is a battle that is trying to blind us from having our land hallelujah oh to build a church for jesus christ oh that battle be over tonight oh how many of you believe put your hands together we enforce the victory tonight Every mantle you see God using or anointing over years you see uh, my dad you see my spiritual father pastor rajesh they have fought battles they come out victorious taking certain land it's not just always sitting in the presence of the lord enjoying there are battles that they have encountered like i like the one man of god says they proved their metal hallelujah they did not run away but nobody was with them hallelujah these are times hallelujah like that and god will fight for you you will get a giant of faith reigning in ministry god using mightily i mean you can enjoy the presence i'm not against that but 99% of the life you see they're always facing a battle and they trusted in the grace of god the abundance of grace of god and always showed up tonight it will show up open your mouth and say show up so to reign remember that there is war judges 3:2 2 samuel 3:1 what does the bible says in judges 3:2 the bible says this was only to the generation of the children of israel might be taught to know war at least those who had formerly known it it says the children of israel was taught, taught to know war some god allows to teach you you know sometimes we softly crumble under pressure god wants you to stand up for what is rightfully so he he the bible says so that the generation of the israel of israel might taught to know war how to fight war how not to fight how not to crumble under pressure Ephesians 6:10 Paul said finally be strong in the Lord and the power of his might where you take your stand when you take your stand the devil is pressurized the devil is weakened oh come on somebody tonight it's your posture that makes the devil know that he's going to fall amen 2 samuel 3:1 says there was a long war between the house of saul and the house of david and 
But David's house grew stronger and stronger. House of Saul grew weaker and weaker. A long war. Sometimes there are long wars in the Bible. David began to become stronger. Certain battles are long. Can be financial war, marital war. But the Bible says, Lord, looking at somebody and say, you are the house who are going to become stronger and stronger by the grace of God, the abundance of grace. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Laban, the house of Laban cheated the house of Dave, uh, 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 Jacob. Hallelujah. But the Bible says, hallelujah, God prospered Jacob beyond what Laban can think. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. All that you need to do is depend on Christ. How do you fight this battle? To reign. Not by weapons of flesh. 2 Corinthians 10 4 says, For well, the weapons are not carnal, but mighty in God, pulling down strongholds. Open your mouth and say, Our weapons are mighty in God. Our weapons are mighty in God. One of the weapons that the Bible says in Ecclesiastes 9 and the 18th verse, it says, Wisdom is better than the weapons of war, but one sinner destroys much good. Wisdom is weapon. Everybody say, Wisdom is better than the weapons of war. Many people come for counseling. There's a friction in marriage. What is the strategy to handle this? But you need to stop using strategy. You got to recognize that you can allow the marriage to reign for the glory of God. And relationship can be blessed by the help of the Holy Spirit. If the enemy is shouting or bad-mouthing bad you, you need to learn to keep quiet and not shout back. And there's a wisdom that allows the Lord to fight your battle. You can arrest the devil and his working against you in the realm of the spirit on your knees. Hallelujah. In prayer, in worship. Hallelujah. People call you to pray. Can you come home? More than somebody goes home to pray, what you can do is, as a pastor, hallelujah, you can handle that in prayer. You can sit in your prayer room and arrest it in the realm of the Spirit. Tonight, in the name of Jesus, every dryness, every prayerlessness, hallelujah, every discouragement, come on, I arrest it tonight. Every marital issues, every financial issues, oh Rabba, every delay issues, hallelujah. Rubala Bateniosto, oh Habara Kabos Tereberiosto. I bring you under the rumal of the Lord. I bring you under the rumal of the Lord. Oh Dababa Sada Rabba Satere. If I might touch the garment, if I would touch the hem, come, come, come in the rumal, hallelujah, of the Lord. Hallelujah. If you touch the hem of his garment, it's arrested, plague leaves, emptiness leaves. It's not about some sympathy. You know, people like to come, people to say some sympathy, you know, speak nice. No, they want people to know that, you know, we are on, I mean, pastor is on their side. This, I mean, that's not what gospel is about. You are not anybody's side. You are looking at which is God. Where is God? Which side is He? You are on God's side. 
one of the weapons of the holy spirit is the weapon of the holy spirit is the weapon of the person of the holy spirit one john 5:8 says and there are three that bear witness on earth the spirit the water and the blood and these three agree as one it says not by might no by power but by holy spirit the holy spirit has to move flesh profit nothing it is the spirit that gives us life bible says pray in the holy spirit build yourself the most holy faith by praying in the holy spirit jude chapter 1 when you pray in the spirit hallelujah 1 corinthians 13 says you are praying the language of angels you are speaking forth secret codes the lord needs to release some codes the lord needs how many times that you need speak a certain syllable because you are releasing codes for god to work come on the code will come into a particular hallelujah place in the realm of the spirit for the rain to come down come on for the blessings to show up oh raba do raba ka for the perfect will tonight pray in the holy ghost that is called the angelic realm haba rakhenioso lantana mahatniaso lampara topakarase berio jesus be exalted hallelujah That's why you need to Paul said I pray in understanding but I pray in the spirit more than any one of you that's the secret of Paul He was the least of the apostles yet God used mightily why one of the reason might be he prayed in the spirit more Hallelujah The word of God is the water Ephesians 5 says by the washing of the water the word of God the church is purified cleansed for the coming of our lord jesus christ you can speak for the word into your life then there is the blood of jesus hallelujah that's the trump card that means you're one the blood of jesus the bible says loosed us in revelations 1:5 to 7 and freed us for what to make us kings and priests to reign god has made you priest and king to reign to pray not ordinary press prayer that makes you a ruler oh come on somebody tonight a priest and a king you are a praying king oh hallelujah his abundance you need to apply your blood paul yongi jo says altar prayer but you apply the blood people from europe and americas Pastor Paul, Pastor Yonggi Cho, Pastor Paul, how do you pray for five of us? Okay. He said, come to the Korean prayer mountain and the, most of the American preachers after 10 minutes does not know what to do. He says, the tabernacle prayer, the prayer of the altar, where you apply the blood of Jesus upon your life upon your thoughts most of us apply the blood of jesus upon our health before when a sickness come but paul yongicho says if you apply the blood of jesus on your health before the sickness come hallelujah sickness will never come oh raba basia come on somebody learn to have a altar prayer oh raba khara sotho borosia apply the blood upon your finances before the financial battle comes apply the blood upon your family your parents before that fight comes oh your children khaba baba basathoria dare It is speaking of the word and the blood there's a certain element of conviction 
It is a conviction that makes you a true Christian, a powerful Christian, not a wishy-washy person. No. You stand for something. You want to see men of God, women of God, look at what they stand for. They convinced God for them. They're sure God will move for them. It's not a mental gymnastics. It's a Holy Spirit witness within them. So they can't lose. Come on. I pray that kind of conviction that you can't lose in the name of the Lord. Oh, bah, 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 see ya. Open your mouth and say, I will not lose in this life. I will not be buried a loser. Oh, I pray that everybody who's watching me tonight will not be buried a loser in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. It's not a positive thought. It's the Holy Spirit reigning in life. If you don't understand a word, go and watch. You know, prophet, like pastor said, Sylvester Stallone watch Rambo. <laughs> He said, live for something, but die for nothing. You have to live for something. You have to have a conviction what you're living for. John the Baptist, what a man of conviction. The Bible says there was no one greater than John. He was convinced who Jesus was. Hallelujah. Hebrews 11, 23 to 27. It says, by faith Moses, when he was born was hidden three months by his parents because they saw he was a beautiful child and they were not afraid of the king's command. By faith, Moses, when he became of age, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing to suffer afflictions with the people of God rather than to enjoy the passing pleasures of sin, esteeming the reproach of Christ, greater riches than the treasures of Egypt, for he looked to the reward. By faith, he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured seeing him who is invisible. One of my favorite scriptures, you know, one of, one of the first scriptures that I've learned in my Christian walk. Mayan was under conviction. When I came to Bangalore, I would always say that I would rather suffer <laughs> with the people of God than to enjoy the passing pleasures of sin. But I look to the reward. That's a scripture that kept me through. What does it teach you? That word, it means there was a choice. He chose to suffer with the people of God than to enjoy the passing pleasures of sin of Egypt. The decision made him to reign for the kingdom of God. He was right in the perfect will of God. And he led the children of Israel out of Egypt because he was convinced, he was assured inside who he was. He was a Hebrew. He says, I'm a Hebrew. The called out. Not an Egyptian. He knew he was not Egyptian. He's not a person of the world. Bondage. He says, I would rather enjoy, choose to suffer the, with the people of God than to enjoy the passing pleasures of Egypt. Can you imagine? How many of us will do that in this present? There was this conviction that made Moses great. Everybody say conviction. conviction. He would have been just comfortable. Just getting a pay scale that you want. Big house, nice car, good wife, nice children. All very close to Pharaoh. Money in your pocket. What do you want? Would you want to please God? All come to this. Would you want to please God? Would you want to be in the perfect will of God? Or enjoy the passing pleasures of sin of Egypt. Make some money. Be 
He chose to suffer with the children of God than comfortable in a palace. It's not that he was pushed out of palace, but he chose. He was convinced. My faith, Moses left. That kind of faith does not come easy. Says, Moses considered. He thought. You need to consider things that you will lose. In Christian walk, there are things that you will lose. There are people who are slave to their boss. The boss says, sleep with me. I'll give you a better job. You sleep with me. You smoke with him. If you sit with a group where pastors are demeaned, if you keep silent, you can be a friend of them, friend of big people. And you keep silent. It's as good as you are. Peter did not say crucify. He sat with people who said crucify. Other pastors say, when somebody in his car was bad-mouthing his spiritual father, he said, get out. You go for the office trip, husband and wife do not know it, and you're flirting with somebody else because the pay scale will come up. You deep within know it's wrong, but most people say that, that might be God teaching me to reign in life. <laughs> no. Sleeping around will be promoted. It's not God. That promotion is from the devil. Hallelujah. Your final fall will be worse than the fall that you ever seen. Moses could not have compromised. He walked knowing that, hey, I have big TV. I have girls around me. I have the holidays and the iPhones. And, you know? No, I have people who just have to call when I need money. Everything. But you have to come to a point to say no to certain things, to reign in life. I pray tonight that you will say no to things that you need to say no. And that's what grace enables you. Hallelujah. That relationship is not right. That compromise is not right. It's not based on the word of God. Hallelujah. That you don't need to go up to for by taking a bribe. Hallelujah. Amen. Come on somebody tonight. Hallelujah. You can, God can enable you. Hallelujah. In a magnificent way. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I know many people have compromised. Only your conviction will help you to decide the right thing. Daniel purposed in his heart. He will not defy himself with the delicacies of the king. Tonight, my Holy Spirit enable you to make those decisions. Amen. That's what the abundance of grace. Hallelujah. Amen. They will say, I will give you the membership of the club. They'll put you in Instagram posts. They'll make you big. You have plenty of followers. That's not the way. Come on. Jesus has better ways. Hallelujah. Better plans. The plans that he has. It's not plans of disaster. Come on. Oh, Rabbi, it's true prosperity. Glory to God. Look at Joseph in Potiphar's house. Potiphar gave him authority over everything. Hallelujah. Potiphar did not even look what was in his account. He trusted Joseph. He had the keys of everything. He enjoyed responsibilities. Favor of God was with him. Potiphar's wife was coming and said, Sleep with me. Hallelujah. They said, Oh, you look like such a sweetheart, handsome boy. 
Have you heard this thing? What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Nobody needs to know. Have you? But Joseph had the grace of God to say, no, no, no. You are, when God showed me a dream, I was not sleeping with you. Come on. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. He could have been just being continued in the Potiphar's house, uh, sleeping with a beautiful woman, enjoying all that Potiphar hand and murdered him. Hallelujah. Nobody would have known him, but he said, that's not my dream. That's not what God showed me. God does not show those kind of dreams. God does not show. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That's not what reigning in life is about. Hallelujah. What we need to decide to do in our life, that's conviction. That's what grace causes us to reign. What makes you to choose? How do you choose your time, your money, your energy? He could have been in that house comfort, but not fulfilled his destiny. You want comfort or fulfilling your destiny? You have to choose. Can you imagine what would have happened if you would have caught right-handed? You would have missed out altogether. Head would have chopped off. Tonight, make quality decisions. Christ-centered decisions. Destiny-changing decisions. Grace. Hallelujah. Reigning in grace decisions. Glory to God. May the grace of God help you tonight. One more scripture tonight. We'll close it. For Romans 5.17. For one man's offense, death reigned through one. Much more those who receive the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness will reign life through one Jesus Christ. By one man, Christ, grace and righteousness have been given to you. There are things you lose when you choose, but you lose to gain. Everybody say, I lose to gain. There are people, you know, who cannot decide. They cannot give up certain things and say, Lord, I want the true grace of God. Hallelujah. But Daniel and his three friends says, we won't bow down to this image. Two choices, either to bow or to burn. What will you choose? How do they reign? They decided, we are not going to bow to the pressure. We are not going to bow to something false. We are not going to bow to the Antichrist. Come on. Hallelujah. We are going to bow to the true Christ, to the true spirit, to the true gospel. Come on somebody tonight. Bible says, you will never become useless. You will never be accursed. The Bible says, hallelujah, in 2 Corinthians 12, cursed is the one who does not love Jesus Christ. You will not be accursed. The three friends are standing there. One would have asked, have you decided? Are you going to bow down? The first friend said, I'm not going to. The three friends would have said, trumpet is going to sound. Are you going to bow down? They would have said, no. You're not going to bow down. king and the elders and the counselor looking from far and the three of them are standing to be thrown into the fire grace will make you stand when others bow down tonight may you stand in the grace of God to reign hallelujah glory to God one of the counselors went security guards he says why aren't you bowing down didn't you hear he said no one will know no one will know just once but they didn't Guards were surprised. You're going to surprise the devil for your tenacity. You're going to surprise the devil for your strength. You're going to surprise the devil by the, by the faith that you have in Jesus Christ. Come on. Hallelujah. Amen. Two choices. Bow or to burn. They made the furnace seven times hotter. 
king says are you getting the heat are you feeling like changing your decision but they said no we have conviction our decisions are based upon our convictions that there is no other god in heaven on earth under which men will be said except in the name of jesus there is no other god that will bow except the name of jesus come on somebody tonight hallelujah amen in the face of death we will stand by grace because we will enable by the grace of god to reign hallelujah amen they were thrown into the fire but god is the all consuming fire who consumes fire came inside of them the fire himself came inside of them god said because they stood for me they proclaimed me they gave their life now i myself will go to them he was the fourth man in the furnace hallelujah oh hallelujah in the fire condition it became air condition hallelujah because god who is all consuming fire hallelujah consumed that fire that nobody can hurt him. hallelujah he consumed the fire or earthly fire demonic fire they were safe open your mouth and say i will be safe convicts people will be safe in the name of the lord that's what grace will enable hallelujah the abundance of grace hallelujah king said i put three people and the four came out that's your story this is my story hallelujah this is my song praising my savior all day long daniel 3:30 says then the king promoted shadak meshach and abednego in the province of babylon he promoted them so they can reign all through our life we are faced with choices battles workplace gym friends either lean on jesus and receive the grace to reign in life or to compromise and to fall down from the purpose of god either to be in the destiny that god appointed you for the glory of god or compromise on the passing pleasures of sin is passing tonight confess the scripture act spiritual and don't go for something less amen hallelujah amen so many people in the church they have a religious face and then they choose something less today it confess the scripture good be spiritual but then do something glorious for the lord hallelujah god wants you to reign lift your hands tonight hallelujah